Take your seats. So, thank you for coming this afternoon to SACPA's presentation. My name is Heather Oxman and I'll be your moderator this afternoon. I would invite you to turn off your cell phones and remember that uh, the format here is pay your money in the baskets. It's $12 a meal. Take your change. And uh, we're all happy to uh, share time together. Um, before we get started, though, we have a person here who is a long-term member of SACPA who is celebrating tomorrow his 90th birthday, Kale Harris. So... Without any further ado, shall we sing happy birthday? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Kale. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> many, many more. Congratulations on reaching this milestone. So, I'd like to introduce the session. This session is Moving Waterton Lakes National Parks Visitor Center, how and by whom are relocation decisions made. Parks Canada is investing in a new visitor center in Waterton Lakes National Park. A visitor center is a primary service offered in national parks and the current Waterton Lakes Visitor Center in its present location can no longer support the over 400,000 annual visitors adequately. A decision to relocate the visitor center to the often congested downtown area of Waterton Village has been made despite much local opposition. Parks Canada argues that they engaged in a range of stakeholders and leaseholders consultations before the decision was made, including the Improvement District Number 4, the Waterton Lakes Leaseholders Association, the Chamber of Commerce, the Waterton Park Community Association, and individual cottage and commercial leaseholders. Parks Canada manages national parks on behalf of all Canadians and supposedly welcomes input from their community and visitors alike. They have heard a wide range of comments on the visitor centre, its purpose and its location and say they are committed to working collaboratively with all interested Canadians in the planning of this important facilities. The speakers today will describe the process of local consultation and collaboration by Parks Canada. For your information, Parks Canada was invited by SACPA to speak on this topic, but declined our request. The speakers today are Leslie Little and Gary Ersenbach. Leslie Little has spent at least part of the past 55 summers in Waterton. Her oldest daughter worked there for two summers, and now her grandchildren have discovered life at the Mountain House, as one of... The and one grandson describes it. Leslie has served on the Waterton Lakes Leaseholders Association board since 2013 and has produced the WLLA newsletter since then. Gary Ersenbach honeymooned in Waterton in 1957 and spent time there every year since then except when doing volunteer work in Africa and Mexico. He bought a Waterton cottage in 1975 and as a professional engineer spent 40 years with oil and gas pipelines. He served 25 years on the CSA Pipeline Code Committee and chaired Western Canada's section of the Institute of Electrical and Electronic Engineers and has done other community work. Please give a warm welcome to Leslie and Gary.
Good afternoon. We're pleased to be here and uh, share with you uh, some thoughts uh, uh, about the location of the the visitor center, but it goes far beyond that. Uh, It has evolved that they are building a visitor center. They will be tearing down the Falls Theater that many of you are familiar with. It has a seating capacity of 300 and uh, putting a theater with the the, uh, visitor center and in addition to that, a large office complex. And then taking the rest of the block uh, except for the five cottages on the block uh, for parking. Uh, My role here right now is to give you a quick visual overview of uh, uh, what the situation is. Uh, Waterton is part of the Waterton Glacier International Peace Park, created in 1932 and uh, uh, joining these together in uh, sharing and uh, uh, collaborating together. We'll uh, get to that a little more. This is the existing uh, visitor center and uh, the parking lot and an aerial view that uh, and on busy days, uh, cars are parked all the way uh, down the hill both ways. This is a view of the, the village from uh, Bear's Hump. It's a very, very tiny village. It's not a Banff and uh, uh, the block concerned uh, is right here, block 39, and we'll, uh, uh, a close-up of block 39, the uh, uh, play, play field here and uh, in here, uh, the tennis courts, the children's play uh, and spray park. There's a, uh, a four-year-old, uh, restroom building here for the uh, those using it uh, and they plan to tear that down and make uh, put other facilities so that was reputed to be upwards of half a million dollars uh, there are uh, five cottages one two three four five uh, cottages you can see that the whole uh, block is surrounded by cottages uh, no view uh, compared to, uh, we'll show shortly, the tennis court, the basketball court, and the, the, uh, the uh, parking complex. Uh, the, uh, of the play field, they had uh, architect, Art Jenkins Architectural that uh, uh, assessed location between uh, the park uh, they were given a uh, 13 criteria by the uh, and, and a few of his staff uh, weighted such that uh, uh, that architect this is his uh, right from the beginning uh, national office uh, collaborated together and came up with piecemeal uh, to the public and uh, We've all been played by it. This, this incidentally, is a, uh, an embarrassment to the park that uh, it uh, takes out the, the spray park, and, and uh, so they don't show this anymore. That's just the block uh, lot numbering uh, 
uh, because they refer to that in all of their news releases. Uh, blocks uh, 3 to 7, 13 and 14, that's what they mention. They do not talk about the tennis courts in 15 and 16. Now this is uh, a view of the, uh, the village and the difficulty of uh, finding this block 39. The entrance road comes in here, the superintendent's house is there, and uh, so, so they uh, have to come down uh, various alternate routes to wind through uh, dense traffic in the summertime to find block 39. Uh, A lot of you are familiar with Waterton. You're used to coming in uh, on the entrance road and coming down Evergreen to Cameron Falls, uh, right, right here. Uh, that will be uh, uh, not closed off, but they will have uh, three-way stops at these two uh, intersections here, so it'll be uh, not a. a uh, road of choice anymore. This is a close-up of Block 39. Uh, you're seeing here something that the public have never seen before. Uh, mentioned in, uh, the superintendent uh, working with the national office laid out a strategy uh, in early 2015 uh, in uh, early uh, 2016 uh, a park architect uh, came, uh, pre prepared a PowerPoint presentation uh, for uh, their public engagement meeting long after the decision was announced. And uh, uh, the architect had sketched out the layout for Block 39, uh, the theater, the visitor center, and the administration building. Uh, they have variations here, but uh, uh, we, we enhance this a bit, but this will, can be completely parking here and the, leave the children's play field there with uh, surrounded by parking and, and uh, the Windflower Avenue, the busiest, uh, most congested street in town that uh, uh, the, uh, it's always stacked full of RVs and so forth of people waiting to get into the entrance to the campground here. Uh, they, uh, in all of their work that they're doing, uh, replacing all the water and sewer and the, and the streets and redoing the streets, they are going to, uh, uh, on every street, uh, they will be having uh, the full use of the right-of-way and have uh, parking on all the streets. And this, this street here has usually got many, many children uh, riding trikes and so forth on it. Uh, Vimy Avenue here will have uh, uh, angled parking into the park ground, to, to the uh, campground. Is that kind of oriented north and south? Yes. Uh, this is the way uh, Glacier have dealt with, they have put all their visitor centers uh, outside of villages. This is the Apgar uh, Visitor Center at uh, West Glacier. You can see they have room for uh, buses and large RVs and then lots of uh, 
uh, car parking uh, and the, the visitor center uh, here, and this is out of town. Uh, we believe that would, uh, would uh, suit uh, Waterton uh, very well. There's a, a smaller version, the one at St. Mary's. Many of you have been there, and uh, uh, people want to know right before they get into the, uh, the village or the, the park, they want to know what the information they need towards the, the hiking trails and uh, various other things. And uh, uh, Now that's a, an overview, uh, 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 the village here, uh, and most of the village here is campground, the park campground. Uh, the existing uh, visitor center here, uh, the one that they had the consultants look at was tied in with the, the uh, work, public works compound. It's not really the best place. Uh, most of the park uh, uh, senior managers and staff, this is where they would like it. It's called Driftwood Beach and uh, a viewpoint there and another possible location there and then out uh, beyond just north of the stables there. This is a, a close-up of uh, the Driftwood Beach area. This used to be where the stables were. So this is not virgin land and this was uh, pasture land as well. Now this viewpoint, uh, uh, I don't know how many of you have ever, that's, that's that's the view that you've seen on the postcards that to the top of that view hill uh, would be uh, a magnificent introduction. That's from the viewpoint looking down on the uh, Driftwood Beach area and the, the, that uh, fifth one up there would be up in there. Compound location uh, from the viewpoint. They've got all the public works in there and to put their uh, uh, visitor centered administration building uh, would make a lot of sense. That's where the existing visitor center is up there. Uh, that's uh, site four and site three. That's that's the view that uh, you, most of you been in Waterton. The Falls Theater, which is often full in the, the evenings as they do various interpretive things. They intend to uh, tear down the existing administration building and expand the... Thank you. Good afternoon. Really on behalf of the association, although the WLLA board has formally objected to the location of the VRC on Block 39, um, not for personal reasons, but because it will not adequately serve the public in that location. It will serve parks and what they want, but it will not serve the general public. So the question is, was there a choice when the, this situation is brought up? And the short answer is no. There's a situation in Waterton where a road doesn't run through it, neither does a railway, so it's the end of the line. When people come there, they come there for a definite purpose. It's not on the way to anywhere. It's the end of the road. And what Parks is, wants to do is, in locating the Visitor Reception Center on Block 39, they are sending all the visitors, the 100% of visitors they claim visit the town site, to one location at the end of the road next to the campground, which is 
not exactly conducive to viewing the park as a whole. In the Waterton Town site, Parks Canada has certain responsibilities, uh, sewer, water, et cetera, et cetera, but the community is very involved in administering the town site, and that uh, is also an anomaly for Waterton. There's Improvement District Number 4, which is a provincial entity. The members of the Improvement District are voted for. The voting next election is next year. The Waterton Chamber of Commerce is a very active group. Waterton Park Community Association, which administers on behalf of the Improvement District, the golf course, the uh, community center. They also were responsible for the play park that's pictured in this. They run a campground outside of town. There's a, a memorial wall in the cemetery that's also administered by the community association. Last but not least is the Waterton Lakes leaseholders, which attends to leaseholder issues that we need a new visitor reception center. But what we can't agree upon is the location. But the 1958 structure is inadequate. It's not in a good location. And uh, it's time for it to move on. So the two options that Parks decided to deal with in 2015 were a town site location and then a location near the, the compound. The pros are quite obvious. Town site location, you can walk to it if you can get past all the traffic. Uh, the cons are it's difficult to find. It is adjacent to a children's playground. There are serious safety issues there. There are parking constraints. The lot size is not huge. And uh, recently, since um, March, Parks has uh, decided to remove the tennis courts and use them for parking, plus a basketball next to that for parking. But they still haven't said where the 50 stalls for Parks employees are going to be placed whether they'll be on Block 39 or whether parks employees might have to walk from another parking area in the vicinity. There is, it's a wildlife corridor that goes without saying. For the compound, one reason a number of people are in favor of that is it's on the right-hand side of the road. People can pull in, get the information they need, and then proceed either to the town site, Cameron Lake, Red Rock, or... Um, what is it called, the Belly River Campground and the Wishbone Trail, which is at the foot of any mountain. The one thing against it is it's not that close to the town site. You, that is a, a disadvantage. But the issue is Parks Canada's poor location choice, a lack of consultation, decision made with full knowledge of opposition, and, and this is what I think has upset a number of people. None of their objections were listened to at all. And it started with a survey that uh, the leaseholders did in 2015. 94% of respondents did not want a visitor reception center on Block 39. They met with the superintendent. He uh, hadn't read the survey when we met with him, by the way. And uh, he said, well, let's have a working committee. So uh, we said, yes, we can do that. But meanwhile, in January, they had decided on the two locations, and before we even met with them in September, they had brought in people to do the pre-design reports on the VRC and the town site, and then the compound. In October, there were six volunteers on a working committee. The uh, superintendent did try to suggest his own people, and he did question the choice of some people, and we had to say to him, these people have volunteered their time. You cannot deny them their volunteer time. 
Now, the open house in October was to illustrate the staff housing, which is now being moved into the town site. I suppose the good thing is the one building is between two churches, so hopefully the young parks employees won't get too carried away. But parks employees, because they're temporary, don't make good neighbors, and that's another consideration someone had. It's not a major consideration, but it is a point to consider. And people who asked about the visitor center were said, well, no, that's not on the radar. However, also in October 15, we found from our Freedom of Information request that the park project manager to the superintendent said the only viable option in the town site is Block 39. Meanwhile, everyone else is meeting and uh, being told, no, there's been no decision made, no decision made. And the working committee met with the superintendent. They were supposed to meet with several other people, uh, parks managers, but that didn't happen. By the time December rolled around, the working committee drove up to Calgary uh, to meet with parks and parks managers, and this was supposed to be a consultation, and we were actually told at each session what was happening. At the Calgary session, there was the um, consultants and senior park managers. We were led to believe as a committee that the consultants would do the weighting of what parks had said were the 13 criteria they were using to see where the center would go. Uh, Ivan Thomas had already decided by then that he knew where he wanted the VRC to go. Now, of the 13 criteria, oh, and another thing, um, what was I going to tell you? Anyway, the 13 criteria were, weighted, were supposed to be weighted by non-parks consultants. They were supposed to be impartial professionals. But unfortunately, when you look at the criteria, you can see that there are some suspicious weightings. Um, number four, the benefit to adjacent uses, uh, it says that the VRC on Block 39 would be of a benefit. Is that right, Dave? That's a real benefit, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Um, environmental impact, both sites are wildlife corridors. That really is not an issue. Actually, it is, but I mean... It's an issue across the board. Number 10 was public safety. Well, if you're going to locate a visitor center with what is becoming an attenuated parking lot near a children's playground, I don't see how that should be number 10 out of 13 on a list of concerns. But that's just me. In March of 2016, Craig, don't laugh. Uh, Parks announced that Block 39 was going to be the location for the VRC. Uh, the uh, Improvement District Number 4 stated its agreement with the, the site selection, even though some members of the Improvement District did not agree with that. The Working Committee was ignored. I had to personally email the consultants for a copy of the report, which I did find to be a little bit insulting. Uh, the news release and background um, on the VRC location was vetted all the way up to the CEO of Parks Canada. So any comment that the superintendent made from March 2016 forward was rehearsed and edited by at least three to four people and vetted up and down the line of the Parks Canada bureaucracy before he said a single word. Uh, the result of that was the Save the Waterton Field Group. We were happy that someone other than a leaseholder group 
had decided to take some action on this situation. There was some press coverage and there were lots of meetings on the May long weekend. Um, questions were asked, answers were not given. Okay, and we've come to the point where we are now. And for my money, the biggest unresolved issue is that the visitor seems to have been lost in the conversation. There's been nothing about what the visitor wants, what kinds of visitors, any research. None done whatsoever. So why we are here is to find out and maybe have the visitors have their say because they're the ones that are left to comment. 